If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the middle of February and the beginning of Chinese New Year, you're tuned into the rap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And aside for saying gong hey fat choy, we're looking at what happened in the week of tech that was, with this week being a feast of sorts, especially if you love cameras. If you don't love cameras, your one bit of amazing news this week is that Telstra has broken through the 2 gigabits per second mark with internet speeds, as 4G gets faster than ever. We're still not quite at 5G, but together with Netgear and Ericsson, Telstra has achieved a staggering 2,000 megabits per second with a Category 20 LTE modem. Try doing that with your NBN connection. We don't expect the technology to roll out for a while, so you have some time. But before it, have some camera news, because there's a fair bit of that this week, and that starts with Panasonic, which had its mirrorless lens system turn 10 this week. For its 10th anniversary, Panasonic has launched a new compact mirrorless, the GX9, bringing a 20 megapixel sensor, an interchangeable lens, a tilting LCD screen, and a built-in viewfinder, plus support for 4K video, technically making it a 4K filmmaking machine. Panasonic isn't alone with the whole 4K filmmaking compact thing either, as Fujifilm announces a compact 4K camera of its own, the XA5. This one's a little different from Panasonic's and takes advantage of Fujifilm's lens format, using a 24 megapixel sensor with a lightweight body. Both cameras are designed to be small and user-friendly, and both will have film simulation modes, Bluetooth, and support for low-light photography. That said, we haven't tried either yet, though with both due out in the next month or two, we don't imagine it will be long until we get that chance. And while Panasonic and Fujifilm certainly spent time talking about their products this week, they weren't the only cameras we heard about. Security cameras also made a splash this week, as both D-Link and Netgear introduced newbies for each of their systems. Over at D-Link, the company offered a couple of indoor cameras that work when they stay plugged into a wall, because there are no batteries here, with support for storage on microSD, and streaming video across 720p HD and full HD video depending on the version you find. Netgear also chimed in with a model of its own, the Arlo Pro 2, which not only plays nicely with Amazon's Alexa, but also captures video in 1080p and is technically always caching and always recording, provided it's plugged in. That last one is interesting because it essentially means you'll be able to see what happened before the activity triggered the camera in the first place. Netgear calls it lookback mode, we call it always on caching, and while the Arlo Pro 2 runs on batteries, to make this feature work you have to keep the camera plugged in permanently, making it more of an indoor feature only. Both security systems are a little different, but they arrive at a different price point, with D-Links found for under $200, while Netgear's is $349. And while that might seem like all the cameras we could possibly pack into a show, we're not done yet. Reviewing the Huawei Mate 10 Pro, a dual rear camera smartphone made with the help of camera brand Leica. The phone itself is a big phone, delivering a 6-inch full-view screen, taking up most of that front, a fingerprint sensor on the back, Huawei's own processor on the inside, and a staggering 6GB of RAM to make Android 8 just fly. And it does, performing beautifully with no lag whatsoever, providing a solid 128GB of storage to work with as well. All of this helps to make Huawei's Mate 10 Pro fast, and its battery life is solid too, hitting two days of life without any problems. That's something we can't say about most phones, we'll tell you that much. Really though, like most phones today, the focus here is on the camera. And you'll find two cameras on the back, with one providing a 20 megapixel black and white sensor, while the other is a 12 megapixel color sensor. Both of these shoot through an f1.6 lens, which come together for more vibrant images that have been shot in color. And you can use the 20 megapixel black and white sensor by itself if you want, and thanks to Huawei's collaboration with Leica, image quality there is sharp 
detailed and clear with a really lovely monochromatic treatment. The camera is one of the best features of the phone and alongside the battery life and inclusions of water resistance, because it has that too, the Huawei Mate 10 Pro is absolutely stellar. What Huawei hasn't nailed though is the storage, which is generous at 128 gig, but lacks a micro SD slot, something Android phones usually offer. There's also Huawei's extra AI chip, which we're honestly not sure does anything. It's supposed to make the camera more intelligent and capable of picking up on subjects like dogs, cats, and flowers, but we didn't really experience that. We just used the camera without it and all was fine. Despite these minor issues, Huawei's Mate 10 Pro is a stellar smartphone, and while we wish it had wireless charging, is it doesn't, it's one of the best phones you can find today, and a knight in shiny armor, because it is a exceptionally shiny phone. And that's our camera news for the week, and indeed the end of the show. You can find out about everything we've spoken about at the picker.com.au website, and you can find more of this show through Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and Pocket Casts, to name but a few. The Wrap will be back next week for more of the world of technology in Australia, all in the space of five minutes. We'll see you then. Take care. Take care.